It is episode number 16 of The Nifty Show, usually streamed live every Friday at 5 o'clock Eastern and 2 o'clock Pacific, but for some reason, the streams are not streaming. There's no streams. Did you get the streams crossed? This, I, they're not even crossed. They're just not appearing at all, and I have tried absolutely everything. And uh, That's okay, because you're here now, and it's going to be a great show. We've got Rudy Koch from Blankos, or BlankOS. Or Blankos. I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce it. Lots of news from the NFT space. Mm -hmm. And and it's not streaming it live, streaming it live. Ha, ha, it's ha. not. But We're not streaming it live. There is a new video to go with our jingle. So here we go. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles. We call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go. It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. And this is the Nifty Show, episode number 16, pre-recorded for your NFT and digital collectible enjoyment to be broadcast in all the places, not live. Well, we're live. The show's not. Well, we are still doing it live at the exact same time. That's true. It's just not being streamed. That's also very true. Damn it, Zoom! Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, broken issues. Um, anyway, we've got a great guest for you today and lots to talk about in the NFT space. Uh, but the first thing I wanna share with you is our friends at Queen Genius are releasing a card set shortly called BTC Origins. They are basically commemorating major moments in the history of Bitcoin with some really interesting creative artwork in a form of cards. Major moments like uh, what was the very first one? I believe the very first one is the white paper creation. Mm -hmm. And uh, so 2008, there it is. That's the style. Interesting artwork, sort of comic-y, sort of new age looking-y. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is another version of it as well. So, you know, the different versions of these cards are, they look completely different. Like this is the same card, essentially, the same moment, memorialized three different times. And I believe they're going to they're going to give out a free card or something, correct? Yeah. So what you guys want to do is you want to um, th what they're giving away is a a rare artist sketch promotional card. In fact, I think I have a copy of it on my desktop here. I do. I has it. Let me open this up in Microsoft Paint because that's what opened when I clicked on it, so I can modify it and make my own. Uh, there's the card right there. And um, they're giving this away. It's called Solitude in anticipation of their upcoming release of the very first Bitcoin moment, the white paper creation. And if you go to their Telegram channel, t.me forward slash Bitcoin origins, just like that, fill out the form with your wax ID on the pinned message. Just click the pinned message that's up at the top for a chance to win one of these historic cards. They're going to be dropping 10 of them randomly to wallets on this coming Monday morning. And of course, you could check out news and they've got Easter eggs hidden in these cards. It's all on their site at btcorigins.com. But go join the telegram, t.me forward slash Bitcoin origins. And uh, they've got a cool community. Many familiar faces there. 
So now what's interesting about that piece of art right there, whenever they first showed that to me, he goes, what do you think of our set? And I was like, ah, the font looks a little wonky on that. And he goes, no, dude, our artist just whipped this up on his iPad with his finger. So oh. like, so <laughs> I don't know if he had a stylus or not, but I know that he just, he rocked that, this sketch version out on an iPad. That's the very first version. I was like, dude, I'd probably use a different font. That font kind of sucks. And he was like, oh, no, dude, this is just a sketch version. The other one would be better. And you can see the other versions got way better. Really cool. Wonky fontery. So make sure you guys go do that. Let's get on with our guest for today. He's patiently waiting in the green room. It's kind of like it's, it's very green. It's very roomy. His name is Rudy Koch. He is the VP of Blockchain and Marketplace Services at Mythical Games. These guys are the creators of the very much anticipated Blank OS, Blankos, Blank OS. Blankos. <laughs> there we go. Just like it should look. The Block Party, a new universe to own and build. All it's missing is you. Rudy, welcome to the Nifty Show. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, I see the background you've got behind you looks very Minecrafty. Ah, uh, this is actually from our game. In fact, I'm, 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 I'm coming live at you from inside the game right now over to my right, you will see a Blanco who is uh, in build mode, just hanging out with his balloon, chilling in this custom built level of his. <laughs> it, it, it looks very cool. I mean, you, you've certainly taken some inspiration from Minecraft in this, right? Um, I mean, the core inspiration for the game was actually vinyl toys. Um, the, you know, the, uh, we were thinking about what, what would fit really well with, with, with blockchain. Um, we thought about collectability, you know, what would really like lend itself to some of the paradigms that that um, blockchain was introducing. And so um, we landed about Vinyl Toy because Vinyl Toys, the physical industry has a, a lot of these kind of concepts woven into it already, you know, collectability, scarcity, variety. You know, I've, I've personally as a as a gaming nerd and collector myself, I have uh, gone to Comic-Con in San Diego to find that one vinyl toy by uh, my favorite artist. Um, so it seemed like it fit really well. And that was the sort of um, core idea that sort of spawned Blanco's. Um, but yeah, what you're seeing here is, is, is sort of the level from the fully fledged game, which um, Blanco's is, a, is sort of this open world multiplayer game uh, where you can build, players can build their own levels. And, you know, Minecraft, of course, is, is one of the first to really like push on that whole customize your world concept. Will there be Cheetos and Blanco's? Will there be Cheetos? You know, <laughs> I not yet. Um, but you know, we've uh, if you've been following us on Twitter, we've announced some partnerships with some you know amazing artists. I mean, that's one of the things that Vinyl Toys is really good at. You give them out to to artists um, and let them do their own version. Um, and we've been working with quite a few um, um, you know well-known Vinyl Toy artists. Uh, yeah, that one right there that you've got. That's a uh, Pete Fowler, who's considered the one of the I'm going to, I want to play that, but I want to turn the uh, sound off so we can talk over it. Cause I want to see as uh, you startled me. Sorry. No Travis, I didn't mean to scare I you. was very startled. Let's see. I thought, actually, I thought it was my screen. I was like, Oh shit. Where's that coming from? <laughs> so, I mean, my point with there was that we were just, you know, we're building the world to be able to do partnerships like that. So not Cheetos, but you never know. So it's sort of, sort of like the pop Funko type of things, right? But you're going to have your own little style, your own little version. Uh, looking, at, looking at your website, I can see you scroll down. They have their own little box. Season one, 
Like here's Majo, here's Space Ape, here's Belcha, Elcha. 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 <laughs> Not Belcha. Yeah. Belcha. That's, <laughs> that's what my name would be, Belcha. Belcha. And Farta. Probably that was be mine. Random stuff. Yeah. So these are really cool. So, so, so walk us through that. Sweet. I just got a badass little character. Now what? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I'll just mention that, you know, we, we the Vinyl Toy World is, is, is a fun space to, to design in, you know, we can do all kinds of cool stuff, like the boxed thing that you see there, you know, I love personally uh, getting a new toy and that I actually, I'm, a, I, I'm the guy who keeps it in the box, I don't like to open, sometimes I have to get two, uh, because I like to open one and play with it and, you know, keep the other one in the box, um, so we get, there's a ton of really cool things that we're playing around in that space. Um, but the game itself is an open world um, multiplayer game. It's inspired by, uh, okay, what would vinyl, a, a world of vinyl toys look like? And, you know, you, our, our imagination ran wild. I mean, it's a vibrant world with all kinds of crazy stuff in it. Um, but, you know, we've basically got three core pillars to the game. The first one is um, being able to play mini games. You get into the game with your friends and um, with other players and you play mini games like shooters, like racing um um and collecting games uh, but as i've already mentioned you know being able to also build your own levels and invite your friends over is a critical part um and this is the leading leading into the whole you know games as a platform um trend that you see now um where you know you give the right tools to players they come up with all kinds of crazy creative things it's it's incredible and so you know we wanted to give tools so that players could create their own levels they could mash up shooting and collecting or racing and collecting and come up with this interesting um, game types for, for, for other players to play. And then the third one, you know, most relevant to blockchain is, um, you know, the collecting piece. Everything that you get in the game is an NFT. Um, and as you can see, just from this trailer that you're showing, you know, there's a large variety that we can create. Um, you know, if you look, we've got sort of the core two silhouettes that we've created, but like I said, we've handed them out to artists and we've able to create a wide variety of, of stuff that, uh, or flavors for a wide variety of tastes. I think this is really cool. So you've been working on this for a while. So I saw that the first video that Joel showed right there, that was like 2018, this yeah. from 2019. Like how far along are we and how close are we to the full on launch? Uh, so we are very close. We'll be announcing beta access extremely soon. Uh, in fact, next month we're gonna be releasing uh, our founders packs. Um, so this will be uh, a chance for uh, fans to get in and actually start collecting and um, collecting uh, their 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 NFT blancos and uh, start building their collection out. How will they be purchased? Are you purchasing like I want that character, or is it going to be a random thing where you don't know what you get? Yeah, you know what? We're not doing loot boxes. You know, I think. Um, with or without blockchain, we, you know, we, we're not big fans of loot boxes. I know there's a lot of sort of um, press that's come out about it and, you know, it's really divided uh, the gaming industry. We're not fans of, of, of loot boxes, so we're not doing them. You, you pick the one you want and you buy it. Um, and also I'll add, you know, the fact that we're doing blockchain as well as an element of, hey, this can't be gambling. You know, blockchain offers a lot of really... Um, uh, you know, sophisticated tools to be able to facilitate transactions between players and community-driven marketplaces and secondary marketplaces. And, you know, we have to be careful not, we're not creating a slot machine um, from a sort of a regulatory perspective. 
So, so we steered clear from it. Do I, I own the character? Do I own every component of the world I'm creating, the items that I make in it? Like explain the blockchain part of it to me. Yeah, I mean, we were inspired right away by the idea of digital asset ownership. I mean, the, 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 this concept of buying and selling items isn't something new in the games industry. You know, we've been doing it for, for decades and they've been known as gray markets. You know, gray markets around popular games have existed as far as the 90s. Um, and so, um, you know, we, we, we think what we're doing here and what blockchain is allowing is for us to tap into that demand and actually legitimize it and create a legitimate marketplace. So first step is taking the items, the blancos, the accessories, the things that you acquire in game and tokenizing them and put them on the blockchain, allowing you to own them. Um, you know, we, we love the idea of true ownership. It's a concept we really want to lean into that you own it. You can do what you want with it. You can go sell it wherever you want to sell it. Um, we love those kind of concepts and, and we're, and we're leaning into it. Um, and so, uh, you know, but it goes beyond that, you know, in my opinion, and this is where I think uh, we get really excited is that value in a digital space can be all kinds of things. You know, when you even think about what an asset, a digital asset is for a game, it could be a wide variety of things. It could be a 3d mesh, which is the Blanco that you're seeing here or the texture, the, the skin that it has, it could be an animation, um, or, a, uh, or, a, or a music file, there's all kinds of things. It, it could even be a moment in the game. You know, these are things that people value you know, when, they, when they play the game. And so, you know, I think to begin with, with, we're starting off with just tokenizing items and creating an economy around that. But over time, there's so much that you can tokenize and put on the blockchain that I think is in incredibly interesting. It is incredibly interesting. So how many characters are going to be available? Because I see, you know, maybe eight to 10 or so on the website, just different varieties and different ones. Like how many do, are you planning on having around, you know, the beta launch and then the full launch. And then it would seem to me, you're probably going to just have this new artist creating new characters all the time or what? Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, I, I've, I've lost count personally, so I, I can't give you a definitive number, but you know, again, what people find, uh, you know, what you think is cool might be different than what I think is cool. And perceived value plays a, you know, a huge role in what people are willing to buy. And I think that's one of the strengths of blockchain is that we get to lean into that. And so for us, creating variety was important um, so that you find what's right for you. Um, and so, yeah, that's our goal is, 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 again, why we pick Final Toys is that we can, we can create that kind of variety. Do you, uh, do you have physical representations of these dude, toys? Dude, we, we get asked that a lot. Um, we did throw a South by Southwest party um, a while back and we had like three foot tall or four foot tall versions of these guys, which is awesome. You don't have one I, in your living room? I want one. I want one. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've been asked, I mean, it's such a natural fit because it's inspired by vinyl toys. We're, we're a digital company. It, we might be, we might do it one day, but I'll, I'll never say never, but it's not a focus for now. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because we, uh, we reversed, we released our blockchain heroes cards, our digital collectible card set about five weeks ago. Uh, but, there was so much interest from us in having physical cards that yeah. uh, we had them printed up and we actually have full sets of these cards that we pre-sold as a Kickstarter. So um, we were launching a digital product, but people wanted the physical also. So those are, um, I think people yeah. are going to want these. I agree. And I think there's something neat about that, you know, like a, a verified on the blockchain digital asset tied to a physical good is a cool concept. It is awesome. So like, so it seemed to me since you're doing like really cool digital collectibles that are based on vinyl toys, 
<clears throat> are you like open up to partnerships with other like IPs? Because uh, Joel and I know a couple guys who have these really cool IP around these blockchain hero guys. Like how cool, how cool would that be to have them running around in your Blanco universe? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, you, you know, from our perspective, you know, we, the, the response from the artist community alone was a really big indicator to us that that is something that's desired. You know, we've had a really good response from brands out there. I mean, we have a lot of partnerships that I can't talk about today, but we're going to announce real soon. Um, but, you know, like we think that there's a real room uh, for us to, to, to also connect uh, different entertainment ecosystems together. Um, and, you know, this, 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 this sort of economy that we envision isn't just about players. I mean, we think players are integral, um, of course, um, but we think it can expand beyond that. You know, we've seen in other aspects of games like streaming and esports how they've turned into full-on businesses with sponsorships and all this kind of crazy stuff, right? And so we feel like that's sort of where things are going with games, and this is where we think blockchain is 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 taking us. So, are you guys building on Ethereum then, or your own side chain, or what? We are actually building on EOS, EOSIO. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we, 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 we uh, founded in 2018, just before EOS mainnet came out. I mean, Ethereum obviously is, is wildly well known in the community and, you know, a ton of development done on it. Um, and, 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 you know, I'll take this opportunity to sort of talk a little bit about our philosophy around blockchain. Um, you know, we came, we come from sort of a deep background in, in traditional game development. You know, I come from years of traditional mass market game development. I've worked on Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. Um, and, um, you know, and our team comes from equally sort of deep experience in that, in that field. And so we kind of had to look, we wanted to look th at blockchain through that lens of mass market. How do we build something that's appealing to, um, to millions of players? You know, how do we lean into what we know best? And, um, you know, what we were seeing in blockchain being so new is that it's very raw technology. There's concepts in there that, you know, I, I get, you know, I've been, I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole. I understand. Um, but the everyday gamer, it might be a challenge to, to, to grasp some of those concepts. And so um, things like gas fees and private keys and, and wallets, you know, these are going to be new things. And so our goal was, hey, let's start with what we know best, which is creating games that have mass appeal. Um, and if we can engage that audience, then we can start introducing blockchain through cool experiences and introducing them to these deeper concepts. Um, what we found was for us and what we're trying to do, EOS sort of fit better um, in terms of their vision to create sort of more accessible um, and scalable uh, blockchain. You know, I know that it's a debate, it's, it's, it's a raging debate and I, you know, I don't wanna get into the who's better, who's worse. Um, just for us, it fit better. The idea of being able to delegate fees on EOS was just something that we really appealed to the type of product we wanted to build. Mm. Where, where's it going to be played at? Like, I mean, is it going to be just on a desktop or a mobile app or you know, we're launching game consoles? On, we're launching on PC first. That's confirmed, and we'll be announcing a console uh, launch soon as well. Really? So again, you know, for us, we know that world. Um, we're gonna we we we're gonna follow all the traditional methods of launching a game. You know, we believe in blockchain. We're bringing blockchain along, um, but also because we've had such a long history in games, we have you know really strong relationships with the rest of the games industry, and we're able to sort of get the foot in the door and 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 explain this sort of what we believe and what our vision is. And for us, you know, that path to driving mass adoption of blockchain is really getting it in front of 
these mainstream. So, uh, you know, a couple of months ago when we announced um, our, our, our uh, we did, we sort of launched a new trailer. We did it through IGN. We did it through PC Gamer. We did it through these media outlets that are very familiar and traditional to, to the mass market gamers. And that's, again, how we look at the, the market. I think that's great. And that's what we need is we need more companies that are helping to onboard in mainstream uh, people to it to the point where they don't even realize they're being, you know, placed on blockchain. They're just like, oh, I own this and I can sell this or I can go buy others. Right. They don't need to understand all the details of how it works. They just need to know that it works. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, you know, as creative game developers, when we saw those paradigms, we got excited about the types of experiences we could create, right? That's what excited us. And so we got excited about putting those experiences in front of users. And you're right, not worrying about how it works or the complexities of it. You know, it kind of reminds me, and we've seen this kind of churn in games before. It reminds me of when we started to go online. You know, I was part of that generation that did land parties where you had to like wrestle your machine and you had to know what a subnet mask was to get it to see the other computer and be able to play a game, you know? Um, and now you don't even think about it. I mean, games are just online, you know? And so I feel like we're histories are repeating to some degree where, okay, it's not a subnet mask, but it's a private key you have to know now, you know? And so I think over time, you know, it'll get more accessible. Um, and in particular, again, you know, when you think about mass market, you know, when it comes to games, it's not an essential product. People don't have to play your game. They play it because it's entertaining and they have fun. Um, and so we couldn't lose sight of that. I find this fascinating, man. I think this is great. You're launching on multiple platforms. You're taking this mainstream. You're, you're doing this like a traditional game launch because in your mind it is. You're just tacking on some blockchain and uh, everybody's going to have the opportunity to grab their own heroes and their own version of uh, the little Blanco guys. I think that's cool. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think I probably need to get a PC again, I guess. Joel keeps Absolutely. telling me to do. <laughs> What's, what is the, the date that we're looking at now for this beta to open up? Um, no, date, no date announced yet, but we're, we're announcing that very soon. Um, and then Founders Packs will be live next month ahead of the beta. Okay, mm -hmm. so we'll be able to actually go purchase. You say packs. Yeah. What's in a pack? Um, there's going to be... Um, Blanco's, Blanco's um, characters and assets, a variety of things. Um, you know, again, we haven't really announced the details there, but, um, you know, this is the, the, the first chance for, for, for fans to start collecting their, uh, building their NFT collection. Uh, and, and, and these are assets that, you know, once you purchase them, you know, you'll be able to play in the beta. Um, hmm. You know, this isn't something we're expecting, you know, we, I, people to just sort of sit and wait uh, for some unknown release date, this is going to be uh, a lead into our beta, and we want you guys to jump in and play with these. With these. So, if I'm registered right now, and I am um, on the site, and I've got a username and login, then I'll be able to get these packs when they go live. That's correct. Nice. And now, is it? Uh, are you going to be able to use EOS to buy it, or Fiat, or Wax, or how, what's the buying mechanism on this? Um, so we 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 we're, we're calling it. Uh, what do we call it? We call it payment agnostic is what we're trying to be. Um, so, um, you know, first and foremost, again, I always go back to uh, sort of our approach, which is to approach it from the mass market perspective. What is the mass market going to be comfortable with? Um, and so, you know, fiat is without question sort of the most natural thing to, 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 to start with. And so everything will be, be purchasable by, by fiat. 
Um, but also, um, crypto will be an option for purchasing these these um, these uh, these founders packs with. And you know, that's an example of how you know we hope to bring these worlds together. Um, you know, and 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 continue to sort of bring these worlds together mm. and drive that adoption. Uh, and yeah. so that's what we're calling payment agnostic. You'll be able okay. to go online, pay with fit, fiat, whatever, you know, wherever you are, and then crypto as well. Well, Craig, what about the secondary market? Where are those going to be located at? Um, so our vision for secondary market is um, to have it be an open ecosystem. Uh, and by that, what I mean is, you know, you, we've traditionally in games, it's always been about closed ecosystem. You do it by the rules of the developer or you don't do it. And to some degree, uh, what that has done is it's kind of forced the gray markets because if people disagree with you and they want to do something else, they're going to go find a way. And this is why the gray markets exist. There's countless games I can lean on, games that I've worked on that, you know, have had flourishing gray markets, you know, where it's all illegitimate outside the ecosystem. So in, 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 in our opinion, the future is about open ecosystems, meaning take your asset and go sell it where you want to sell it. Um, you know, the beauty of smart contract technology and blockchain is that we can track it, we can enforce rules, we can make sure it's regulated um, and, you know, do all the things we need to do uh, while at the same time saying, hey, this is your asset, go sell it. And I think, you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, games, it, you know, there's been a lot of conversation around games in the blockchain space recently and how blockchain is sort of evolving the industry. But I also think that it is challenging some of those e-commerce paradigms as well in terms of like what does it mean to sell where can i sell what can i sell um and so even if when you look back in the games industry and you see you know examples of where there have been legitimate secondary markets it's still being a closed ecosystem where okay you get this asset but you have to sell it in this marketplace in our ecosystem by our rules um okay uh but you know from our perspective I think it's the future is about open ecosystems. Mm. And what I love and, and, and about that idea is that, you know, people are doing this anyways. People are doing it already. You know, people are buying and selling items. I remember back in the 90s, I was playing games and grinding out items and going and selling them for real money. You know, like people are already comfortable doing this. Like, why don't we empower them to do it more rather than restricting them? So I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you have something on your computer that you can maybe share to give us a sneaky peeky at something? Uh, let me see. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't have anything that um, that is sort of exclusive here, but I can show you. Actually, you know what? I do want to show you. Uh, I think it would be cool to show you this stuff here. Um, let's go. I'm going to share my screen if that's cool. Yeah, please. Okay. Okay, so um, here we go. So, I mean, I talked about artist partnerships, um, but this gives you an idea of sort of like, <laughs> to what extent we've been able to do it. You know, I want beast I, mode, crunk. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so wait a second here. So I'm seeing here now. I see uh, is those the artists name Pete Fowler and Kronk and Yeah, Mizuno. Are those are people who made those? Yeah, that's correct. So you can see here, you know, we have two silhouettes here. You have the ones with the horns and you have um, the one that's kind of this shaped head. Uh, and then when you just give these two silhouettes out to um, artists and they put their own flavor on it. So you can see here, yeah, these are the names of the artists. Pete Fowler, again, one of the godfathers of vinyl toys is working with us. All of these uh, folks are 
are very well-known uh, vinyl toy artists in the, in the physical uh, vinyl toy market. Uh, and you can see Kromp from South Africa, you know, done their own spin on this stuff and created some really cool variety. Infinite skins really is what you're looking at. I mean, you've got these two shapes and I'm sure these two shapes won't be the last, you know, yeah. two silhouettes right. that you use. That's right. And I think the cool thing about it too, I mean, bringing it back to blockchain is that with um, secondary market sales, you know, you can get the artist cut in on it too, right? You can say, okay, well, anytime this item is sold on the secondary market, um, you know, let's, uh, let's make sure that Pete Fowler gets a cut or whoever's involved gets a cut. And so, you know, we can get quite creative with, with, um, with uh, what do you call it? With the, with the, the rules that we put and impose on this e economy and how we involve content creators and players. And for now, we're working with sort of curated uh, artists, but over time, who knows, you know, maybe we'll see enterprising players. I mean, players today are much more sophisticated than when we were, when I was young, you know, uh, and so, uh, you know, we, they, you know, they could get involved, create content and put it into this ecosystem and smart contracts would help govern all of that. It's exciting stuff. So uh, anything else you'd like uh, our folks to know uh, before we, we uh, move on? Um, well, I mean, you know, I think from, uh, if, you know, if, if you want to tune in and, and, and into what's going on with, with Blanco's, you know, visit us at Blanco's.com. Um, keep, Keep tabs on our, uh, our Twitter, Twitter feed. Uh, and I will also mention that our Discord channel has been amazing. We've had basically mainstream gamers and blockchain gamers come together and talk. Mm. And that's been fascinating to me. It's, it's the first time I've seen these two worlds collide in such a meaningful way. And we actually have a blockchain channel in our Discord. And every now and then a mainstream user goes in there and is like, what's blockchain? You know, like, I've never heard of blockchain before. Right. And the blockchain community actually steps up and answers it in really eloquent ways. And it's been so refreshing to see these two worlds come together. And we're really excited about that. So by all means, join our Discord channel and, uh, you know, hang out. I, I did. And I told people there that we were speaking with you right now and would have a link for them shortly. Oh, so uh, awesome. Rudy, thanks for, for coming on and keep us posted. You know how to reach us. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear updates and... Uh, sure. And, and uh, of course, we always like getting packs when the time comes for pack getting. So, thank you. I will. I will do my best to get that over to you. Thanks for having awesome. me. We will plant that chatting. seed right there. Yeah, pack seeds. The pack seeds. Pack seeds. Cool. Thanks, Rudy. All right. Catch thank up you with guys. you soon, man. Take care. Take care. Take care, brother. Well, there you go, Mr. Travis Wright. Blanco's baby. Those look, those look really cool, man. I, every time I was looking at those, I was like. Oh, man, Genesis would look cool on one of those. <laughs> Little Genesis Blancos. Um, <clears throat> you guys can go here to the website, Blancos, B-L-A-N-K-O-S.com. I'm logged in here already, but you'll see if you're not logged in that there's an opportunity to uh, sign up for their wait list. And, Maybe it'd be like a little Travis and Joel one. <laughs> well, I mean, right now they've got artists skinning them, but if you can make your own and skin stuff, Oh, dude, that'd be badass. Have us running around there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we got news, Mr. Travis, right? There's, there's no, we things. Don't. We got no news. There's things to cover in the, uh, the space here. Uh, uh -oh. In spite of the inability. First thing <coughs> is uh, Topps announced GPK Series 2 release date. Did you see it? Oh, I did. I heard it since uh, September, early October, end of September, something like that. September 30th is the date. 
uh-huh. for the uh, the second series to uh, to finally be unleashed. And uh, so I heard from uh, Mark over there tops, and he said they're having some issues with the uh, exotic burn that they're planning because cards need to be moved over from simple to atomic. And oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And so um, there more infos coming on that soon. It looks like series two sale is going to happen first. And, and that I'm makes hoping, sense. We didn't even consider that when we were talking about the burn idea, huh? Well, I did. I told them it was easy to do, but apparently they want to automate it a little bit more to make okay. it even easier. And I, I still don't think they've decided on the quantities to burn in order to get a sketch card. Okay. So, okay. so more on that when, uh, when we have more on that. More on that. Hey, yesterday you and I were a part of a, of a uh, crypto launch, a collectible launch. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday went dark country. Yep. Darkcountry.io went live with their pack sale yesterday. And I, I really feel for these guys. They've put a lot into this a lot the they've got some really cool looking characters and this is going to be a full-blown game right this is uh cards with all kinds of stats they're wanting to get into esports they've already got a a tournament pool um that they're putting together for this and they just had a real unfortunate time in doing their launch yesterday they've actually got a number of different launches they're doing but they did a hero um card sale yesterday and um things just went belly up it 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 didn't go well and so they're fixing it so it's not so it was live but then it's paused and now it's not live so what they did is you could still buy packs. And I think if you go to um, Atomic Hub, in fact, there's, there should be a link on Atomic Hub. Let me go ahead and go there and share this with you guys. Yeah, right here. Join the limited hero sale. So these are the packs and the heroes are these circular cards. And if you, there they are, the adventure hero pack and the champion hero pack and what they come with. And you can buy quantities of them right here on atomic. Um, And you can see the sales that have been happening is the unboxings kind of, or what was a problem and people couldn't get their cards. They lost packs. So the guys over there um, did a really good job. They said, all right, we've tracked all of the packs that were lost. We're going to send you your pack back and a bonus pack for everyone that was lost. I think that was the thing. So I actually saw the packs come back. And then they said, um, since about 200 of the 900 to 1,000 or so number one mints already happened, send us your packs and we will open them and send you your cards. And so I see mine actually coming back now. Uh, I can show you what what I've got here. Let's see. Cause I've gotten some things back and I don't even know, you know what I've gotten yet, but if I go to my inventory here, all right. So these are some of the heroes that I've gotten back. You can see I've got later mints here, the ghost of PGT Beauregard. This appears to be an Epic purples are Epic. Um, greens are rare. And then blues are the legendaries. So I've got a number four crow queen. A uh, let's see, these are all legendaries here. Oh, there's more. So you got some and opened up some, huh? 
Yeah, well, they, they opened them, so I sent them the pack. So I've got a number two Nightshade Legendary out of seven. They had a, um, an address that you send your packs to. They open them for you and send them back. There's a number two Bounty Hunter. That's a legendary. I didn't get, there's a mythical. Um, and how, much were they a, to buy, how much were the packs you bought? Um, I think the, the champions were about 20 bucks right here. Here's the packs. There's the champions and adventure. Adventures were about $5 and champions are about 20 so you can nice. see here the odds. I got several of these legendaries. I did good with that. Um, I didn't get any mythicals or DC collectors edition cards. Uh, mm. But you can see they're still for sale here. You know, they've sold about 3,000 champion packs and about 1,500 adventure packs. So there's, there's plenty of gettings to be got. Um, and this is just, you know, the beginning for them. I think we're going to do a live stream with them um, next week. I thought we were going to do that yesterday, like open up some packs, but then that was had the, some issues with that. So there we go. Right, it didn't it didn't happen. So we're going to be doing it uh, with them next week and have some fun with it. Uh, you know, look, there's a lot of people when, when things go belly up. There's some people that that get really upset, and they were really gracious about it. The the creators were. And they, um, they offered full refunds to anybody who bought packs, which I thought was, you know, really nice. It's very, it's not typical in um, blockchain stuff that you can get a refund and, mm -hmm. uh, and they're doing that. So do you buy those cards on Atomic Hub or do you go to the darkcountry.io? There was a link on darkcountry.io, but I can't find it anymore. So easiest thing is just go to Atomic and click, there's a banner right there at the upper left corner that says Dark Country Cards. Um, so that's where you go and buy them. There you go. Uh, got some more launches here, Mr. Travis, right on the horizon. Okay. Um, this is a product that is coming out soon called Crypto Twerps, deranged digital trading cards coming soon to a, a dung heap near you. Interesting. That guy over there on the right kind of looks like a McAfee. <laughs> there's some really interesting stuff here i'm gonna call myself a collector and uh so i think i actually got i might have this card already you can win one of these um collectibles if you fill out your email right here i think i've already done that and let's see what happens if we go to lurker same thing so there's not a lot here on their page right now but they do have a telegram and they've done some airdrops around these uh, let me see if I can find the telegram. It is called Crypto Twerps. Um, T.me forward slash Crypto Twerps Main. Twerps is spelled T-W-E-R-P-Z. So if you're deranged in any way, shape, or form, then uh, they were actually, Matt McGivern, who is um, the head twerp over there, wrote us because they've got some early mint cards that they would like to make available via Nifty Shopping Network. Very nice. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're doing another one of those next week, hopefully live, if we can get the stream figured out. <laughs> I still love technology. Sometimes it doesn't work the way we want it to, but... 
Happy okay, here's another one, Travis. Discovered this one about a week ago, um, probably after the last Nifty show, and I think it's pretty funny. Uh, you know about the meme frog, Pepe, right? Pepe the Pepe, I've seen these. These are funny. Pepe the frog. You know what? I'm curious about this one because, like, this is all about Pepe the frog. Well, the guy who invented Pepe the frog is, like, all pissed off that, you know, that, that some people on the right were using Pepe. And so I wonder... It, I, what are they going to do when the, there's a whole site where they're basically taking over this guy's Pepe and now they're making new Pepe's out of it? Is this going to be a copyright issue, I wonder? I I have no idea. I, you know, once something's in the meme sphere, it's kind of hard to reclaim it. Uh, GoPepe.io, the dankest collectibles on wax. I already have these. These are daily uh, free giveaways. They're stickers. If you scroll onto the page on gopepe.io, you'll see every day there's a free sticker drop. You just click the claim button. You can say, I already claimed it. But they have in uh, five days, 20 hours, what is that, next Thursday? I think it's next Thursday. You'll be able to shop and buy these packs right here. Uh, 25,000 single packs that have one card for about a dollar. 25 wax, um, 8,000 starter packs that have 10 cards for 215 wax, and then the whale pack that's got 50 cards in it for 970 wax. So I'm, I'm going to buy some Pepe's. These look like great fun. Those do look like great fun. Now, so this is based, Pepe was based on this movie called Feels Good, Man. And uh, it came out, the artist was uh, Matt Fury. And uh, the, the film Feels Good Man chronicles his, uh, his fighting his creation's co-option by the far right. And now here's his Feel Good Man guy, the Pepe, and there's a whole new website and it's going on blockchain. And that's going to be, this is going to be interesting to watch. I think just not only are they cute and funny or whatever, but there could be some, there could be some litigiousness going down on this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. All I know is I, I'm a big fan of uh, people doing these types of uh, trading cards on blockchain and coming up with some original stuff. And so uh, go pepe.io. Yeah. So it says this, cartoonist Matt Fury seems to be a pleasant fellow. Uh, he, did, he, in, he invented Pepe in 2005 for his zine Boys Club, a comic about anthropomorphic creatures living in a slacker squalor. And uh, in his debut, the character urinates by pulling his pants all the way down, explaining that it feels good, man. And uh, so that was the origin of Pepe. And then in 2015 and 16, it took on a little different use. And then in, in Hong Kong's protest, they were using Pepe as well. So, so there you go. Little little background information on Pepe. So that launches. Um, next Thursday, which will be the 24th. I'm not sure the exact time. The countdown is on the page. Mm -hmm. And so there's there, a look their website, NF, nftalerts.com or something like that. Yeah, I don't, know if that's, I don't know if that's being updated anymore. I haven't heard from that guy in a while. I'm actually going to go there. Yeah, it's, uh, no, no. He's not updating it anymore that I can tell. It looks old. NFT alert. Yeah, it looks, looks old. old. So I don't think he's updated anymore. But well, there's some coming up. They have the Block OS party. NBA, NBA tops upcoming. We're, Sold out ones. We are the NFT alert right now, Travis. We're telling people what's coming. 
We are NFT alert. Yeah, Blockchain Hero is not even on there, I don't see. Here's another one that I spotted just this last week. TWOB, TWOB. TW what? What? What about me? Oh. The world. Yeah, TWOB. Is it Travis Wright's only box? Travis Wright's old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the world of Botanica. A, universe, of a universe of plant-based collectible monsters built on the wax blockchain. Um, so they're like this. They're these interesting looking characters. So it's uh, like crypto kitties with plants. With plants. And you can actually buy them right now on Atomic. I, uh, you know, finding NFTs irresistible. I went and bought some of these. Wow, this dude's going for a whole lot. Uh, I wonder if people are paying these prices or not, but you can get some, you know, if you go to price lowest, you can see some of them are pretty inexpensive. Uh, wax wise, nobody wants this Vatoon one for some reason. Vatoon is the, uh, the courage of, of Botanica. <laughs> looks as if. So I bought some. Mushrooms. Nice mushrooms there. I like this guy, Cozy. This guy's got so not they're not really just doing a launch, they're just kind of selling them as is, however yeah, they like. Huh? Yeah, they're just selling and they're planning a bunch of series, is my understanding. That this is just the uh, this is generation one of them. So um mm. the website again is the world of botanica twab dot world. T W O B dot world. Twab. Now I was talking with I was talking with Bosack about like how cool it would be to have like a botanical marijuana cannabis nft collection because there's so many different strains you just got to get a good artist to make all the strains look nice people are strange when you're a strainer all right wow, some of these some of these are going for crazy prices here yeah i'm not sure what people are paying um but i bought like i say i bought some i probably bought if i look at this is kind of embarrassing actually I'm such a, I have 39 of them, Travis. You have 39 of these, these twabs? Yeah, yeah. I bought some twabs and I looked for, you know, to try to complete a collection. And here's my twabs. I like this guy, Ewine. He's kind of like a, a dog. This guy here is like a bull. And so I don't, I don't think I have a complete collection. There's a few of them. Oh, I got two of these. Want me to send you a, a U-leaf? Oof-leaf. U-leaf as in you leaf me alone. you leaf I'm going to send you so you have your first Botanica. Sweet. Sending that to Mr. Travis Wright right now. That's crazy. You've been the world of Botanica, bitches. T-W-O-B. O-B. So, yeah, they're, they're just, they're fun. And I'm a big fan of just supporting the space, right? Yeah, I, sure. I just, I want to see this NFT space really take off. I think Wax is such a great <clears throat> platform for it. And I'm really happy to hear that Blankos is launching on EOS IO because that means it's going to be fast. That means it'll be very fast. It'll be, I don't know if there's an, if there is, I've not seen an, an, an NFT um, EOS marketplace yet. So maybe, maybe they'll start popping up. A lot of them on wax, a lot of them on Ethereum, not yeah. seeing too many on that. So I guess we'll see. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this nifty show. Uh, be sure to go and subscribeify on uh, on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else because that helps bring more awareness to what we're doing here in the nifty space. And next week we will have a uh, the second edition of our nifty shopping network. We've got some great artwork that um, we've been auditioning, and mm-hmm. that's coming. We've in. scoured the world. I scoured, and, and a couple galaxies. I scoured my bathtub. Well, that was nice. You don't want that scuzz to be on there, cuz. You do not want bathtub scuzz. Get the scuzz, cuz. Right. Uh, oh, and um, you got a little uh, two pieces of information regarding bad crypto that we'll share on bad crypto, but may as well share it here too. You found an article, um, and I can't find it offhand right now, but the article basically listed the top podcasts. What was it on Nomics? Yeah, it was on Nomics. Gnomics. Gnip Gnomics. Remember we interviewed Nom- the, uh, the dude, the head of Nomics there a long time ago. We did? Yeah, a long time ago we interviewed this. Yeah, because he was a founder of um, another company that was like a landing page company back in the day. And then he went off and started getting into crypto and created Nomics. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, I guess we're number four. Um, we'll never be number one because we're bad. But we're number four uh, listed on their page. And that's pretty cool. The other piece of news we just got today, Travis, is, you know, Apple, or not Apple, I keep saying Apple because it starts with A, Amazon has been getting into the podcast space and they are putting up shows now. And uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast is now available on Amazon Music, which is also Amazon Podcasts. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm really excited about that. So the guy, the CEO of Nomics is Clay Collins. He also co-founded Lead Pages. And that is not just an arbitrary list that they put us on. Like some people go, here are my top favorite five podcasts. It's all based on data, based on backlinks, based on reputation, based on reviews, based on a bunch of different analytics. And uh, we're higher than what Bitcoin did. So Peter McCormick, suck it. <laughs> go listen to Peter's show too. We like him. Look at this. Yeah, I just like checked him. it out. The Nifty Show is also on, app, on Amazon Podcasts. That's a beautiful looking page right there, isn't it? Yeah, they, it's really nice. It's very sleek and elegant. I like the big font that they've used for the titles right here. Yeah. And if you guys just go click following right here, I'll make a short URL. Um, if you go to nifty.show forward slash Amazon, it'll take you right here to this page and uh, then click following. I, I Do they have reviews that, on there yet? Is that a possibility? I, I don't see any reviews on here. So Maybe you're I, not following it yet. Maybe you got to follow it. No, first. I clicked following. Oh, okay. But I'm assuming that that does something. So click following there and uh, tune in next week for Nifty Shopping Network. We'll get the uh, stream working again. Stack your wallet with wax because you're not going to want to miss out on some of these amazing pieces of digital art that are digitally scarce and rare. They're rare pepes like Travis. It's true. Pepe. Don't touch my pepe. All right. Be nifty, everybody. Catch you later. Stay away from his Pepe. (laughs) 